JB. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> Welcome back on the pod. I know. We seem to be doing this only when I'm in England these days. I know, yeah. but that's a pretty good... That's been possible. It's not bad to be in studio with you. Two for real. In a different studio to last time. A totally time. new studio. It looks great. I mean, the whole place is... Yeah, cheers, Fantastic. Man. Well done. So I thought that was one thing that we can talk about a yeah. little bit. Okay. Because we're, we're both in housing stuff situations at the moment yeah situations yeah, yeah yeah so i'll give you a little bit about what's been going on with this so you've just taken the tour the yes. official tour it's nice there's there's some holes in things a bit, a bit but yeah so there's one of the things that that i was trying to explain was about this weird this weird situation where i'd been in my last house for 12 years mm-hmm. and that's a, that's a very long time right yeah, yeah. It, for for an American, it is. We seem to move oh, yeah. every five to ten years. You okay. Get the appreciation, then flip it and sell it for you know a little bit, and then move you on to the next house. On in my last place, it was that very old terrace. Mm-hmm. Yep. And you had to walk down that little uh, pathway. Yeah, to get to it. It felt yeah. like I was invading your backyard. Yeah, it's weird. Yeah, yeah. You're invading everyone's backyard. That's yeah, it. I was. I was. I went through and I go, oh, I bet everybody's. Because you, yeah. you weren't the first house. No, that was one of the weird things. Yeah. You had a public garden, basically. Right. Which is pretty strange. But the, the house that faced the road, number one, when I first moved in, there was a little old lady and a little old man mm. that lived there. Ray was the name of the fella. Okay. I think Mary was the lady. Ray and Mary. Now... Ray, I used to pop down to the shop. There's a little shop around the corner. I would pop down there to get, you know, a you know, bottle of drink or an mm-hmm. ice cream or mm-hmm. newspaper or whatever it was. <laughs> and if I were down there, Ray would, would have left home. He's on his way down there too, oh, right? Okay. Because he sees you or just No, no, he's picking up. Yeah, he's picking up a newspaper or something. Yeah. I don't know what old people buy, but. Newspapers, probably. Cigarettes. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, so he's there. And the poor fella, he, wore, he was so slow. He was like tiny and sort of shuffling hunched. along, and he was like for every for every one step I was taking, he was moving about a millimeter. Ooh. And I would pass him, right, right, how's it going? And then I would walk down to the shop, get my stuff, walk back, and he'd have moved like two yards. Oh god! But I, what I, I didn't feel like saying like, do you want me to pick you up that stuff? Because I was like, this is his thing. Yeah, this is what he's doing for the next hour. Technically, you he's know? escaping. <laughs> if he's been married long enough, yeah. he's escaping. That's what this is his. That's why it takes him so long. Exactly, because he's enjoying his moment in the I, sun. I guarantee he was enjoying it. So even though it looked like he was having a terrible time, I think actually. I didn't feel bad, so I was like, I'm going to leave him to do his business, Yeah, and that's yeah, fine. A smart but move. They lived in that house since Mary was a child, so they, she had oh. literally lived there for 90 years. Ooh. That's crazy, isn't it? Yeah. That's pretty weird. It was fully paid up then. <laughs> <laughs> Many times over, I imagine. Yeah. I mean, but yeah, just weird. So anyway, 12 years I've been in the last place, which was pretty good, and uh, it reached a point where that was, like, everything was just the way I wanted it. Yeah, and the house was so small that I couldn't change it or make anything, and so you 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 get to a point where it's like I can't do anything with this. It's fine, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. but you just feel like I kind of need to do something. I need to make some kind of change to feel yeah. like I'm pushing forward. And I think you could easily get into a bit of a funk when your routine is so set like that. It's good yeah. to have a project, basically, I suppose, is what I'm saying. I think so. I think so. Well, yeah. We both know Chris, and he's constantly working. He's actually spent today working on his home projects. Yeah. So, yeah, I, it's, I, I it's, totally understand it. It's good to have that stuff. And then, so I, I, I started looking around, seriously, getting another place, and I got this other place. And then I moved in. And the weird thing is, when I moved in, I knew I had to change stuff in the house. Mm. And then when you go in and you change it, 
I don't know. There was I just went through a bit of a funk where I was like, this is really cool, but it's not mine. Yeah. I couldn't change all the decorating because I had to do things in certain orders. And it was the whole time I just felt like I'm living in someone else's home. Yeah. Well, to give a, to give the people listening a, a sense of the timeline, yeah. we're talking about it's been five months. Yeah, so May 31st I moved in. So And you've been June, July, August. Yes. Yeah, yeah, four months. You've, let's been, say. you've been without yes. a kitchen for this entire time. Yeah, I've got yeah, yeah. so there's no kitchen. Yeah. I've never had a, a working cooker in this house. Right. Which is pretty weird. And or I had a sink for a short period. Now yeah. I have no sink. Yeah, there's no sink. There's no there's uh there's jacks that are holding up the uh the ceiling and uh, Yeah, the, we are being supported right now. By those jacks. <laughs> by those maybe jacks. We, maybe we should move this downstairs. I think <laughs> it's we should, a little it, bit worrying. Yeah, isn't it? a little, little bit. I'll, I'll stop jumping up and down. I up was here, sort so. of tiptoeing when mm, I first saw the jacks. I was like, "Is this? Uh, is this okay?" Is it oh. Listening for the creak of the wood. <laughs> yeah. And whatnot? yeah. No, my sister said she came over here the other day, and I. She was like, "Oh, shall I make a cup of tea?" And I was like, "Yeah, sure." It took her like twenty minutes, and then she was like, "Doing everything in your house is like a bear grills challenge." <laughs> so yeah, that's pretty much the size of it right now. Oh uh, yeah. So yeah, so that's yeah, that is weird. I'd say it is a bit weird, but what I like what you you've really thought out your situation, like the colors, what you want to do, the furniture. You've got a a, a, like a 1950s home, so you've kept that motif at least in your living room, certainly with uh, the low kind of modern uh, furniture of the time. It's got that textured, uh, you know, uh, upholstery. Trying to do lots more upholstery. Yeah, right. I think that's might maybe coming back a little bit. Yeah, because yeah. most people are bare wood. You go to a lot of places in the U.S. Bare I'm, wood I'm and doing leather. I'm doing a lot of uh, shopping for housing, and bare wood is still the big thing. Yeah. all over the place. Not not painted wood, just straight bare yes. wood. Yeah. Um, so, I don't like uh, carpets. That's one thing I don't like. I mean, we're sitting on a delicious sort of emerald green at the moment. This yeah. is one thing I haven't been able. This to is not. Yet. This is not your choice. No, this is this is existing, yeah. but. It has good acoustic properties for and the pod, what you so need that's for now. why I'm leaving it in there for now. But yeah, an amazing choice. It's not really offensive. No, you're just going to walk on it. You're going to have people trafficking in and out of here, yeah. so maybe just an area rug or something. Yeah, yeah, that's a good shout. I mean, when I when I first looked at it, I was like, Ugh, that's going to that's gonna have to go. <laughs> right, right. And then I put all my shit in there, and now I don't care anymore. So th- <laughs> this is the thing that was interesting to me when we were talking about your house um, you know, over the past few days. And I've asked you a couple of times because I don't remember stuff. I said, how many square feet do you have? Because this is a yeah. thing in America that we judge our houses by. Before we even set foot in it, we look and go, well, how many square feet in it? Yeah. So square feet for my apartment, for example, it's tiny. Uh, for a two-bedroom, it's like 960 square feet. It's nothing. Yes. So if I look at places that are at 1,500 uh, square feet – it still seems tiny because now you've got all the extra rooms that are yeah, taking up yeah, the space. Yeah, yeah. And I'm looking for like a three-bedroom house with the two bathrooms. Okay. And so my minimum starting place is like 2,000 square feet to yeah. really be comfortable in the home. But you don't do that. We just don't really consider it. I think if you – there are people who are like – if you're in the estate agent or surveying trade or something, mm. right, you do. And you know because it's about money for square foot. Exactly. And some people, that's all they care about, like money for square foot. But your average like family person buying a house literally doesn't even look at that. So they they would be like, I want a three-bedroom house yeah. with one bathroom. And that's what you do. You go on the website and you search for three-bedroom house you know, with one bathroom. And then you see them all. And you could have one that's 2,000 square feet and one that's 6,000. Like right, it, it's right. completely whack, and the price obviously does reflect it, but it's more about the number of bedrooms. That's kind of how we shop. 
Yes. So when we look at bedrooms and bathrooms in the States, at least that's just, I'll speak for myself. Uh, again, three bedroom must have at least two bathrooms because we're big in the U.S. of having a master bath off the master bedroom. Yes. You know, all suite as we would call it. Yeah. 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 And so I'm, I'm definitely looking for that sort of a connection. Okay. Uh, and then the other bathroom has to maybe be like a Jack and Jill between the other two spare bedrooms. So they have oh, okay. each their own doors. Wow. So they can come in and do their. You guys got so up. much freaking space to it's do this. It's a big stuff. place, America. It really yeah. is. So we do that. And, and that would be. Like in a typical split level home, that would be the bathrooms all upstairs, and then downstairs you yeah. have a half bath. So it's just the toilet and the sink, yes, and that's yes. all you get. So we look yeah, for that's a, a luxury thing in England. Like that's a cool thing to have, and yeah. that's one thing that um, that a lot of people like. That's a bonus is the half bath. Yeah. So in this house now, we just call it downstairs loo, mm. probably, and. Um, that's one thing that would be amazing here. I just can't do that here. Yeah, I just realized you've only got the one upstairs yes. bathroom. Yes, okay. that's it. Yeah. So if I had a family of, uh, of like a wife and two kids, it mm -hmm. might be a pain in the ass. Yeah, well, I, I've only got the one bathroom now. And it is a bit of pain because the girls, uh, you know, they we go out to have something to eat, drink, uh, do a little road trip, come back. And then everybody's racing and yeah, fighting and yeah, dancing yeah. in the hallway, trying to get into the bathroom before they explode. Yeah. And then uh, I've the bathroom to me is also a bit of refuge. So when you're a father, you're just <laughs> yeah. hiding from everybody. You shut the door and you, you know, yeah, uh, nice. check your iPhone out or whatever, whatever you do. You're just, this is the peace and quiet that can't invade me. The door locks. But yes. my kids have become, they knock incessantly. So I have to get my own bathroom. <laughs> it's absolutely essential when so I'm working in a new house. Yeah, that's again. a key thing. Oh, yes, without well, this, a doubt. This house you showed me, I think, looks amazing. And one, like, I guess the, th the thing I would say is that even though I had a, not a bad experience, but, but a, a tough experience trying, mm. to, trying to renovate this house while living in it, straight after moving in, Yeah, I do think it's the right thing to do. If you see a place that's like 80% like perfect, when you finish, this is at least how I'm predicting mm. <laughs> it's going to feel. I think when I finish, it's yeah. going to feel way better than if I just come in and it was nice. Well, having seen what you've done with the living room and and even the the, the carpet in this room isn't finished, you've got sort of a temporary setup in here. Yeah. You have a real knack for the the decorating and the color schemes and how you're tying it all together. You can see that you put a lot of thought into it. You know what? You know what kind of gave that to me? It yeah, was doing the office for work. Did you do the office? Yeah, oh. the reading the office. Yeah, well, yeah. that would that would prep you up pretty well because yeah. that's pretty nicely done too. Yeah, so that was the first time I'd ever really done a thing like that, and it opened me up to how to make those kind of choices. Yeah. I guess. Yeah. Because in my last place, it had a vibe, but it was kind of forced on me because that house could almost only be in one way. You're just working with what you have. Yeah, yeah. And, it, and it had a style, a sort of like dark Victorian Gothic kind of style because that's just what it had to be. Yeah. There was no option. Um, but yeah, working in the office, I got to speak with this guy, Tony, who was a fantastic um, design. He was an interior designer who would basically handhold you through the entire process, helping you pick furniture, helping you pick color finishes, helping you pick positions for things and how everything works from a point of view of like line of sight and aesthetics mm. and just usability and functionality. And because he's doing it in an office environment, he's got to weigh up all those things. But at the same time, it's got to be like a serious place of work. 
Sure. And so there's a lot of shit that goes on and a lot of choices that have to be informed. You can't just make it because you like it, you know? Like, yeah. And so once I got into that process, I, I, I call it micro-decisions. And you're making millions of micro-decisions all the time. It's like, well, there's this thing. Is it going to be in this position? Is it going to be 25 centimeters from the wall or is it going to be 18? Oh. And is it going to be turned in this direction or that direction? And what color is that compared to the color that's like 10 meters down that you're going to see in your eye line when you see it? Yeah. Like all of this kind of shit. But when it comes together, it's super satisfying. And it's really, really cool. And it's great to, to be able to make all those decisions. However, when I was doing it for the office, mm. someone else was paying, which makes all those decisions a lot easier to make. Because when yeah. you start doing it yourself out of your own pocket, you realize how much things cost. Sure. Oh, for sure. Yeah, 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 yeah absolutely. And I think that – but I think that working with that designer, the interior designer on the office, probably helped prepare you for what you were about to do here. Mm. Uh, um, I, I mean, you've you've always had a sense of style in your old home. When I went over there, yes. it was always well laid out, felt nice and cozy. You couldn't entertain a lot of people, but you felt very comfortable immediately when you walked in yeah, the home. That's cool. Yeah, and so it was. It was I mean, well done. Good on you for for having. I think maybe it's a knack a knack for it. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Almost. So now that you've got this house situated, you already had that, but you've learned something from the interior yeah. uh, decorator at the office. And you have space. That's yeah. the other thing I have here is just a little bit more space. He's got a great garden in the backyard. He's got the raspberries. He's got apples. <laughs> he's, uh, he's got roses. He's got an herb garden. Get, I haven't tried the pears yet. They look a bit small. I'm going to let them go. I don't know when you're supposed to pick pears. You know, I don't know either, actually. When does a person pick a pear? Mm, I guess when they start falling off the tree like the apples. Maybe that's maybe, it. Maybe yeah. when the birds start going for them. Yeah, maybe I don't that's know. it. We, uh, we've tried planting apple trees, and it takes about five years to get apples, so your tree is pretty well established. It, must be, it looks old. Right? Yeah, it's definitely yeah. old. And uh, when it, uh, if it ever dies, because apple trees seem to have like a lifespan, and then you just oh, take them okay. down, um, you chop that wood up. But then you keep it. You sell it to somebody who has a smoker because oh. applewood is a thing for people who like to. Or you buy yourself a smoker. You, or you buy yourself a smoker. <laughs> but then you're going to have to keep planting apple trees every five years. So you do have some yard. You better get on it now. Yeah, it's uh, a good show. You may have some time. <laughs> no, it's really cool. But yeah, that's it. I think. I think if you if you see a place that's like almost there. Yeah. And in the right price bracket, and in the right price bracket, that's going to give you some money in your pocket to do the work afterwards. Yeah. Totally do it because when it's done, it's yours. It's really yours. Well, I think the thing for me is uh, first, I'm not home often. I'm just not. Uh, when I am home, it's for maybe a week. Uh, you know, I, I don't know if I trust builders coming over uh, yeah. while I'm gone. That that would be tough for me. I'd have to yes. be home for a, a period of time to allow them to do that. The uh, practicality of it kind of got me past it. Yeah, because yeah, there was yeah. a while when I was. Uh, I, uh, it's such a pain in the balls being here all the time for the bill. Right, I mean, you guys go for it. Yeah, so I'm 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 kind of on that level. Like I'm I'm hardly ever home at all. So the house isn't really for me so much as it is for my kids. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, you know, my kids still live at home, um, but they're all there's three of them in in the same room, and one of them is 18 years oh, old. Oh shit! So okay, two, two 12 year olds and an 18 year old. Yeah, and that is just too many people. I mean, the yeah. room's 10 by yeah. 10. It's prison block size. You know, it's 
it's not much room. And the 18-year-old wants her own space and should have her own space yes. and shuts the 12-year-olds out. And one of the 12-year-olds is neat and she's clean and she folds things and puts them away and she yeah. has a very orderly. The other one is pretty much like me. Like the socks come off and they just get thrown in the corner. <laughs> and so it's going to be a complete disaster. So they need their own room to really kind of come into their own space. And yes, okay. it, it, it's more for them than it is for me. So yeah. if I buy the house, for me, mostly it has to be ready to move in. Gotcha. But if I go into a house and I see something that's a little odd, I don't have the ability to go, I could just rip that out. Like it doesn't never mm, occurs to me. Yeah. I just go, nah, pass. It's, it is it's hard. Like I think it is hard to see those things and you it, to see past a certain setup or to see past a certain color or to see past a certain piece of deck or furniture or whatever. Yeah. Because you can see, I mean, I saw some pretty cool houses when I was looking, but they were complete shitholes. No, no. Like an absolute but, disaster area. Just for a second, how long did you look before you found something? Because I've been looking for four weeks now. Okay, um, let me think. Probably um, three months. Oh, okay. So Maybe. I don't feel so bad now. I, I wasn't feel like hardcore the... doing it. Yeah. You know, I was searching the websites. I had a few very specific requirements. Like I wanted the driveway and I wanted the garden. Got it. And there are not many that are still walking distance to town that have that. It's only a mile. Yeah. So I was like, when I was looking around. That really limited my options. So I was on Rightmove, which is the site that we use here, and I would put that filter in, and they'd just be the same three houses I didn't like. Mm. So for the longest time, all I was really doing was checking the site. Nah, nothing there. Checking the site. Yeah. And I didn't sign up to a bunch of agents because I was like, I don't want to deal with these bastards yeah. you know, who calling yeah. me every five minutes. Yeah. So for that, I was really just waiting for this specific combination of things. Right. And so when this one came up and I saw it, and I always like to bring my sister because she's a good judge of these things. Mm -hmm. And so I bring her along and we saw it. And I wasn't sure because I really hated the decor. Yeah. And I hated the kitchen and dining room setup. And I was like, nah, this, I'm not going to be able to come in here. Like, this, I'm going to have to do stuff. Yeah. And at the time, I wasn't in that frame of mind because I'd seen this other house that was perfect mm -hmm. but was just not suitable like price wise and so then i was like yeah but this is not that you know yeah. it's not i'm not getting that beautiful ready to move into home but then when i left i was expecting sarah to say the same thing she was like, oh that place is amazing and i was like is it <laughs> <laughs> hold on now <laughs> is it? and she totally made me rethink it yeah um, it's good to have somebody else there because you kind of yeah. get into your own echo chamber about what your needs are and what your yes. demands. But somebody else may see the possibilities and goes, oh, you know, it's actually pretty good. Yeah. Like the place I, I showed you has yeah. that weird stairway. Mm. So when you walk into the house, uh, you open the door. Conveniently not included in the bloody pictures. Yeah, they, they, <laughs> they very carefully did not have that in any one of the pictures. Cheeky. Actually, you can only see the railing in one of the pictures, but your mind never goes, where's the staircase yeah. to the upstairs? You walk into the house, and the staircase is like, uh, uh, it, it's a kind of a square bit coming out from the, the walls. Mm -hmm. It's in the corner. Yeah. And and the the way it is, it's angled weirdly so that it's pointing at you when you open the door. So you feel like you're kind of like under assault as soon as you kind of <laughs> come in. You're like, oh, Jesus, it's right there. And uh, and you said, well, what if you just pulled it out and, and made it round? Mm. And, uh, well, well, yeah, why, why couldn't you do that? Because yeah. that's not, like, you're ripping out your whole kitchen. Yeah. Uh, I could probably get some stairs replaced for yeah, not exactly. a lot of money. Yeah. So that's the kind of thing I'm just uh, missing yeah. out on is, uh, 
you know, that that somebody to go, we'll just tear it out and put, put something can you else bring, in there. Can you bring the girls to come and check it out? I take them with me every time. Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And right yeah. now I'm having a bit of a problem because one of them will immediately run away from us and find her room and oh, claim it as her boy. own. Okay. So that's a bit of a problem that's a challenge um, like, this, this might not be the one <laughs> so right so they're they're twins so they're highly competitive and right. um so now i'm going into the rooms going okay are they the same size all right if not the same size is closets the same size do they, do they both have window have, yeah uh, how is this gonna go yeah are it, we gonna have to draw lots for this right thing? and and you know they know that i'll get tied up in knots about decision making and they'll just go well we'll just switch every six months and then i go hold on we're not doing that that is not happening because that's going to include paint it's going to be a whole new oh, thing every time you move goodness, yeah. so we're close we've seen a couple places that really really look good just not quite there um, there's places that had swimming pools. Okay. And they had beautiful swimming pools. Like, excellent. Yeah. You know, 12 feet deep swimming pools. Like that would be Legitimate swimming pools. Yeah, it's totally sweet. And maybe 250, 260 for a 2,000, 2,500 square foot. Yeah, I know. I it's cheap. I can't believe it. The problem with having a swimming pool oh is you've got to have a 10-foot fence around your whole yard. Okay. Because your insurance will absolutely boil you alive. What? Yeah, because people will climb the fence and get it. If anybody has an accident in that pool, oh, while, I see. You, while you're right. not yes. there, okay. it's gotcha. your fault for not gotcha. okay. you know, yes. bl- blocking them out. So I've got to have a, at least a six to 10 foot wall. And I would put probably barbed wire around it and get a, yeah. Go, yeah. Get a guard dog. Um, but the, <laughs> the, the kids see the pool and they that's all they yeah. can talk about. It's just yeah, pool, yeah, pool, yeah. pool, pool, pool. So there's actually two houses with pools in them for less than 260. So what are you looking at from a location point of view? See, I had a very specific thing I wanted. I know this is not the same in the States, but I wanted to walk to town. Mm-hmm. Is there like... Um, is there like a, a specific remit? Or if you're... Because I imagine that if you're... If you know you're driving everywhere anyway... Yeah. doesn't matter. You can be almost anywhere. Right. Yeah. Well, so where I am, where I'm living now, the apartment I'm, I'm in now is very much how, like how I had it in New York City. When I lived there, I take the elevator down, go out my front door, turn right, boom, grocery store. Nice. Go across the street, chemists right there. Yeah, it, yeah. Everybody was just okay, within walking like distance. City living. Yeah. City living. So now my apartment is I can walk over. Um, everything's there. The the the, the Walgreens pharmacy, the Dylan's uh, shopping center, uh, UPS is there. There's a, a, a coffee shop. Okay. Um, I mean, it's just it's fully featured. There's an Italian restaurant in there. Um, I could actually get pictures printed. It's loads of stuff just nice. within walking distance. And then if you cross the street, it's the city park, which is the biggest park. It's got there's a zoo. There's loads oh, of trees, really lots nice. of space to run. The kids and I go over there, and we have a great time. Yeah, that's, that's so. Cool. If I could get a house in that neighborhood, that'd be brilliant. But those houses are going for much more yeah, because imagine. it's such a good location. Yes, I did find one house that actually wasn't too far from that. And uh, it was chopped up funny, so the bedrooms all kind of felt small. Okay. The shade trees were perfect. It's a perfectly shaded lot. Mm-hmm. But the house looked like it had some termite damage. Oh, boy. And we're all wood-framed houses. Yes. You're brick here. Yeah. Um, so when you start seeing termite damage... That's a big no-no. It's a huge... Because yeah. you got to get the home inspection done. And it's almost like I feel bad for the people who are selling the house because they'll have to get it fixed at some point, or the next person who doesn't look at it is going to get nailed with that thing. Oh, okay. Is Because is, there's some countries where there's like a, a sort of a statute of liability. So if you sell a house that has something like that, say termite damage, and you didn't say, and it gets discovered within a period of time, mm-hmm. you can still be liable for it even though you sold the house. 
Is right. that right in the States? Yeah, it's still the same way in the States. My last well, house... here, if you've sold it, you've sold it. <laughs> oh, oh, <laughs> like, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. there's no, there's no takesies, backsies. Do you like, do home inspections then? So yeah, so it's on the, it's on, it's the responsibility of the buyer to do all the inspections and yeah, shit. Same thing here. But I'll tell you, this they're very expensive. Oh, it's two hundred dollars for us to do it. Okay, inspection. yeah. So, so by the time you, do, I don't know what the number is, but anyway, it's a lot of money for nothing. Mm. That's the way a lot of people view it. Yeah. But you go around as like Joe Average, and you, you go. Seems fine to me. Right, <laughs> like, right, right, right. There's walls. I see doors. What's the problem? So I came from a house that was built in 1890. And I know that you here in England have bathrooms that are older than all of America. <laughs> so I know that, that, that where I come from when I'm looking at houses, a vastly different That's place. pretty old for the States, though. It is for a wood house. Yeah, you know, yeah. there's there's some brick, but it's like the chimney. Yes. Uh, yeah. So I lived in this house that it was horsehair plaster oh, on yeah. the lath walls. Yes. There's no insulation in the walls. Yeah. And uh, the kids' bedroom that they're in now, when we went in, it's in the second story. It had the popcorn ceiling mm, up yeah, there, horrible. and it was cracking. It was not looking good. And the uh, prior owner had taken these little strips of wood and kind of tacked it up there to make it look kind of like a like a like something a rose would climb up like a oh, little, little thing okay. there yeah, yeah. and uh, yeah it was a it was a girl's bedroom before mm. I thought oh but that's kind of neat but I have to get this all down I got to get yeah. the popcorn down so we started scraping it and the plaster's like moving and shifting so I got a uh, a little crowbar and I'm standing there and I hook the crowbar into that piece of wood and I'm just like I'll oh, just pull this gently I pull it and the whole ceiling comes down <laughs> yeah. 10 by 10 plaster 110 oh, years fuck. old crashing down all around me and there's dead birds there's dead squirrels there's black I don't know what it is but it's all yeah. over me and you can just hear the sound of money being spent in your head exactly <laughs> you can just hear it going off so this these houses were so old they were milled the wood was milled on site there was no Home Depot. There was oh, no okay. Lowe's. Wow. No place yeah, yeah. to go buy the wood. So they'd cut a tree down and start knocking it out. So none of the wood is to what you'd find today. Like a yeah. two by four today isn't exactly two by four, but sure. back then it was exactly two by four. Right. Yeah, yeah. And it's yellow pine, so it's hard as a rock after a mm. hundred or so years. And I looked at the remaining bones of the room that were now exposed to me, and I could see there was about an inch to two inch sag. Because the plaster and horsehair and the lath oh, is so yeah, heavy. Yeah, yeah. And the wood's really not as, it should be like two by 10, two yes, by eight, something yes. like that. And so the whole, I had to tear down the whole oh, ceiling. Oh, shit. I'm not a contractor. Yeah. I didn't have any money at the time, so I had to do it myself. Oh, man. So, yeah, then I had to figure out how to get all the wood out of the ceiling, had to go to Lowe's, I had to buy two by tens, a sawzall, a bunch of nails. I had to figure out how I'm going to get 10 foot pieces of wood yeah. up into a second story room. I think it was Tetris, man. I had these things going kind of everywhere. And, and oh, uh, it looks great now, but I've been through that with a really old home where okay, every time yeah. you swing a hammer, yeah. it's like, oh, this is going to be hundreds of dollars and weeks yes. of my time. Yeah. So if I can, so whenever I see something I don't like, I instantly go, no, I'm not doing it yeah, yeah, because okay. I don't want to deal with yes. the hassle. Yeah, yeah. But it never really occurs to me to just hire somebody. Get to a do man it. in. I'm, I never used to be like this. I used to be very much of the opinion that if I can do it myself, mm -hmm. I'll give it a go. Yeah. But then what I realized was I'm very bad at many things. One of those things I'm very bad at is any kind of like... Like handyman stuff? Handyman stuff. Yeah. Like I'll give it a go, but it'll be a bit shit. Uh, and, and my patience will go halfway during, right? Right. So, so it will be good enough, and I'll be like, yeah, it's good enough. And then all you do is you sit on your sofa... 
and you look at it and you're like, oh, I fucking made a mess. Of <laughs> and you're just thinking about it the whole time. So then, especially like one thing is painting. Mm. Like painting feels like it's unskilled. It's not. It's a skilled thing. And you get a real painter in. Yeah. All the lines are straight. It's like, totally different. Perfect. It's smooth. And you're like, yeah, that's why you pay for it, a guy. Exactly. So in that house... I'm a bit shit as well with handyman stuff. But having said that, I've rebuilt structural parts of the home. I've torn down, I've done sheetrock, I've done mud and tape, I've done the painting, I've done plumbing, I've done electrical work. Okay. Yeah, I've done everything. At one point when we first moved in, we didn't have a, a, a plumbing to the upstairs bathroom. Okay. Um, it was just these two stubs, these <laughs> copper stubs coming up from the basement. And uh, I had uh, a relative come over, and he and he was kind of a handyman, but he's a bit of a shit handyman as well. But he had all the tools. Yes, I didn't know he was a shit handyman. He's like, I'll come help you. And I was like, Oh, thank God, I've got somebody who knows what they're doing. So we we went and we got all the copper piping, and we you you do a dry fit okay. to make sure it runs up and goes to where it needs to go. Yeah. And there's so many corners, and you got to cut to length. Oh, you you got to sand the ends. Tool that bends the pipes no, and you're everything. Just, you're cutting it. Oh, you're yeah, cutting you're it. You're cutting it. You gotta, it. Yeah, so you got to get all the, the angles. You're sweating oh, all this. I, I, I know how to sweat copper pipe in. Yeah, okay. Um, and it freaks me right out. So we, we dry fit it all, and we got it all in the position. And then, okay, we got the sink, we got the tub, we got the shower, we got the toilet, all good. And. We'd been working at it all day. Like, we started at 8 in the morning, and it was 6 o'clock at night. The kids are hungry. Everybody's cranky. Yeah, you know, yeah, I'm yeah. sweaty and filthy. We get it all in, and the guy goes, yeah, let's go ahead and pressure test it. So we go down to the basement, and we turn on the water. Yeah. And then you can hear screaming. <laughs> and then the sound of <laughs> copper pipe raining down all over into that room, oh, which is right above no. us. So, in our haste... Yeah to dry fit all this plumbing and get it to where it was, we didn't actually sweat any of it in. Oh, so no. when we hit it with the water, it all just shattered yes. and came all out of anything. Because no, neither of us were of the mental capacity to yes. go, we, we don't have to do that right now. We yeah, haven't actually yeah, put yeah. any of this in place. So there was water everywhere. Oh, you know. no. So, yeah, that's just, oh, that's, 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 the, that's the stuff I had to deal with was yeah. I didn't have anybody to do it. But now, yeah, you're right. I just find a guy to do it. Get a man. Uh, if it's a guy you trust... Then you don't have to worry about the being home stuff. If you find a guy you trust, like then it's so much easier. Cause you're just like, dude, here's the key. You do your business when you need to do it. Yeah. And there's nothing more glorious. One time, my last place, I got the new boiler done. Mm -hmm. I had it done while I was away, mm -hmm. and I just came back, just done. Perfect. <laughs> it was fucking great. Yeah. It yeah. was so good. Um, yeah. So no, I highly recommend. I highly recommend doing that if you can. Is this worth thinking about? Yeah, I, I'll definitely think about it now. You give me stuff to to chew on a little bit with mm. homes that aren't exactly the way I want them. I could maybe do something with that. Right. We got fifteen more minutes. What I wanted to talk about okay. was uh, some random stuff sure. that you might find interesting yeah. and uh, one listener might find interesting. All right. So <laughs> Talking about? So, so I, was, I wanted to talk about apps. Mm. And I don't mean the things you have before your food, your main meal. I love apps. Me too. Yeah, I'm a huge, the samosas are good. You I get know. that uh, stuff in there? Yeah. Uh, I was thinking about phone apps, right? Okay, phone apps. Let's do it. And I was just interested to know, like... If there's any particular apps that you use that Ooh. are like things that you think this fucking makes my life a lot easier, uh -huh. because I've got 
I'm kind of, I'm just showing JB my phone now. Yeah. I try and be really organized. So I have like my key apps on the front page. Wait, that's your home screen? That's my home screen. Oh, my God. So I just have the ones I use regularly all the right, time. Right, right. And after a while, I learned this because I, Apple, like iOS does this thing where it shows you your recently used apps. Mm -hmm. Like, and I realize I use like 10, like regularly. Yeah. And then all the others get used occasionally. And then I have my folders on the next page with all of my stuff in. Ah. Now, one thing that, that I've found is that my habits are very kind of predictable. Mm -hmm. Like I'm using maybe five apps regularly. Um, and one of the ones that I used to use a lot was the Apple podcast one, obviously right into podcasts, listen to a lot of podcasts. And so that was a major thing I did on my phone and I was using the Apple podcast app and it, it's basic, right? It does the job. You get your podcast synced. You can listen to Apple. Didn't do a lot of work on that. No, it was kind of kicked yeah. it out and that was it. Job and, done. And so then I was looking around at different things and I tried a couple of other ones and they all kind of sucked. <laughs> and then I found this one called pocket casts. I've heard of this one. Yes. Yeah. It's fucking brilliant. Yeah. So it's, I mean, on the surface, it looks like everything else. Yeah. You connect to all your podcasts. It gives you a nice list. Oh, of yeah. All, look of at that. Pods. It's got like the album view. Yeah. It's got like, it's got like an album view here. So I have all my subscribe pods. Mm -hmm. um, but one thing that it does really cool is each individual one, you can specify that it drops into your up next list. Oh. So, but only ones you specify. So I could subscribe to a whole bunch of different podcasts that I'm interested in, yeah. but that maybe I want to choose when I want to listen to them. Right. But the ones that I know I listen to regularly, or like a serial things that I know I'm going to want to listen to, I put them in the up next and it automatically goes in there. So all I have to do is open up the phone, go to my up next and hit play, and I'm going to listen to all my shows. Oh, that's awesome. Even better than that is that it links with Alexa, so I can now just say to Alexa, mm. play my up next, and she's going to play it, and yep. she's going to catch up exactly where I left off on my phone before. And all of that stuff was the stuff that Apple didn't do at right, all. Right. And so now I'm in this app. Like, this is this is like 80% of my life when I'm not speaking to people. I'm listening <laughs> to this podcast. <laughs> okay. All right. So that is one that I wanted to share with you that's fucking awesome. Yeah. So I, I use Spotify for my podcasts, and I only you ah, I okay. only have – I didn't have Spotify for the longest time. I know people that have it, and they recommended it, and I just didn't get it because I'm thick yeah. like that. Um, so I finally got Spotify because it came with a Hulu Oh, yeah, uh, subscription nice. on the yeah, back yeah. end. I'm like, oh, okay, I could spend a little money on that. And so uh, it, it has the podcasts and, you know, you can download them or you can stream them. Yeah. Um, and then it has like a suggested podcast. So based okay, on whatever nice. you're listening to, yes. it's, hey, here's some other podcasts. Cool. So uh, I'm just really inconsistent with what I'm listening to. I jump around on podca podcasts a lot. Yes. Um, sometimes there's one called... Uh, this one's a Togcast, which is a like a photography photogcast, okay. nice. and that's not too bad. But I don't know any of the people, so it's kind of like I don't know what they're talking about, and I don't want to do the research. Um, there's a let's see, the one is the Tim Ferriss show. Okay. Uh, somebody put me onto that. I've been listening to that a little bit. Um, you want one? I can give you a good one. Yeah, give me a good one. Okay, so I'll give you I'll give you a funny one. All right, and I'll give you a kind of serious one. Oh, okay. So the serious one, there's. Um, I don't know how many more episodes there are going to be. The ones that are in there, there's about 10 that are in there now. Fantastic. It's called Fiction Predictions. Oh. And it's all about looking back through through time and finding works of fiction that accurately predict shit that then went on to really happen in the real world. I'm going to follow that. It's super interesting. Uh, there's an amazing episode where they talk about this book that was written about, I don't know, 15 years before the sinking of, of the Titanic mm -hmm. that literally describes a ship called the Titan sinking 
in a very like it's um, it hits a fucking iceberg like it's, it's amazing Ooh. so anyway and they go through a whole bunch of stuff they obviously talk about 1984 and that and that sort of thing yeah um but they also just talk about specific stuff like right. this specific book predicted this thing happening yeah. it's really for any fucking cool well i'll give you one since you okay. gave me one i mean the Toddcast. I know you have some photography uh, yep. chops, so give that a listen. But the one I really, really love uh, is uh, How I Built This. Oh, okay. With Guy Raz. And it's uh, from the NPR. Uh, and it, it basically, the guy sits down um, with people who have created uh, companies. So okay. the first one I ever heard was uh, Bob's Red Mill, which is a, they make uh, all sorts of, well, it's a mill. So it makes flowers and, you know, semolina flour, wheat flour, and all yeah. that kind of stuff. And it basically talks about, how these people started the business, where they came from, where they are now, the 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 kind of trials and tribulations that they have as they move forward into this, what becomes like quite a big business. Um, so I'm I'm not entirely sure, uh, you know, you know what which episodes that you'd be interested in, but yeah. Bob Bob's Red Mill was in there, uh, Shopify's there, okay. um, Boom Chicka Pops in there. I mean, a lot of this is like American businesses. Uh, Wendy Cop, uh, Dave Dahl. Um, okay. There's some yeah, good stuff. Worth but what's yeah, what's interesting is how these people came from very different backgrounds yeah. to being what they are now. Bob's Red Mill, That's the guy, cool. he owned a gas station before he became this big mill guy. He doesn't have a degree in milling sciences, and he somehow just <laughs> at one point the whole thing burned down. <laughs> <laughs> He's still doing it. So it's, that's awesome. It, Those stories great. are great. It's a fantastic story. So yeah, uh, give it a listen. To how I built this, but guy. Okay, guy cool. Right. That's added. I'm going to give you another one here. So this one is very British, um, but uh, it's very British. Mm-hmm. Two British people on it, but the topic is very is very American. So it's a weird kind of thing. It's basically this guy uh, from the north of England who loves wrestling. Yeah. WWF uh, was WWF WWE wrestling. Okay. I don't follow wrestling whatsoever. I don't either, yeah. But that's why this is great, because what he's trying to do with the podcast is get his girlfriend to like wrestling. (laughs) And so each week... So he's into it. Oh, yeah, he's super into it. And each week, he sits down with his girlfriend, and he shows her a famous fight. And he tries to get her excited about wrestling. Right. And it's just hilarious, because he's basically just like listening to this couple arguing with each other and uh, mm. and him failing to show off wrestling to her every week. And it also just highlights the ridiculousness of wrestling, um, because she's constantly questioning, like, why any of this is fucking happening at all. Yeah, it's, it's all theatrical. And that's why, <laughs> yeah, that's why yeah. I couldn't get into wrestling myself. Uh, we, we know a guy, Mike, who listens to wrestling all the time. That yeah. guy watches. He li- doesn't listen to it. He watches it. I grew up on it. But after a while, I'm like, this is fake. This isn't, yeah, yeah. This isn't real. So I stopped watching. But, but listening to people argue for an yes. hour sounds like a lot of fun. Yes. I, I'd like to see other people having uh, difficult times rather than me. And it's simply called, I Made My Girlfriend Watch Wrestling. God, that's so good. Yeah, it's really good. <laughs> While you're typing that in, another one which is very, very well known, but I really, really like mm-hmm. um, is uh, if ev- most people have probably watched Cinema Sins on uh, YouTube. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Very good uh, channel on YouTube where they take the piss out of movies. They also have a podcast called The Sincast, The Cinema okay. Sins Sincast, and it's just great. It's like three guys, very, very much into movies. 
um, just talking about films. And they're really cool because the way they do the show is they always give it a reason to exist. They give it a theme every week. So one time they're talking about um, like Marvel versus DC, yeah. or one week they'll be reviewing a certain specific film, or they'll be going into a certain genre or whatever. And then within the show, they always have some special features. So they always do like a recommend and warn each week for new movies that they've seen. Yeah. And they're just really cool guys. It's a really great podcast. And it's one of those ones that's just really great to listen to because it's three very good mates having a great discussion. And it's 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 just a really nice listen. I feel like that's a great podcast. Yeah, that's the way to do it. It really it? is. It really is. I mean, the, those are really the, the podcasts I listen to the most. Um, I don't listen to any one thing. I know that, uh, well, if you're listening to Spotify, Tool just came out with their album. Yes. So I've been listening yes. to that pretty heavily. How much time we got? <laughs> we got five minutes. What do you got for me? All right. So my the apps that I that I really love, mm. it may not work for you here. One's called Gas Buddy. Okay. So I have a Toyota 4Runner. Right. It's not exactly economical. Sure. Right? It really drinks the gas down. So finding the right price on gasoline uh, is okay. important. Yes. So what this will do is it'll find gas stations within your area, and then it'll keep a fuel log for you. So oh, it's okay. it's like ways, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. where ways to you know here's where the cops are and here's yeah, the, you yeah. know what the traffic's doing, whatever. Gas buddies, it's a social media sort of thing. So people go to gas stations and they report the prices, so you get up to date information on where to buy That's your gasoline. Cool. And uh, yeah, it's fantastic. I've taken a couple of long road trips this year. I, w- life would have been so much more difficult without it because yeah. there's times when you're on the highway in america and you see gas and you go right that's uh that's 230 a gallon well i wonder if i go down the road it'll be 220 a gallon <laughs> no it's 250 a gallon at the next stop so now i can accurately predict uh, when my stops good. are gonna happen so gas buddy uh in the states is excellent i was in arizona once and i saw we were driving around the desert and i saw a sign and it was like last gas station for 200 miles oh yes and you're like what what <laughs> probably ought to pull over <laughs> yeah those guys get a lot of business uh the other one i listen to i don't listen to it but uh, it's called scanner and i just picked this one up uh i actually found out about it on reddit yeah so take it whatever you will with reddit um but what it does is it listens to all the like police scanners, emergency scanners, oh, uh, yeah. weather scanners, like the the hurricane that's coming in Florida. I'm getting notifications for that. Okay. Um, you know, people like the, the Coast Guard is, is is sending out things, and then you can set a trigger that it will tell you when there are more than a certain number of people are listening. Okay. So if there's anything like really big happening, you can. T- it's very voyeuristic. Yes. App does it just it alert you, or do you actually? Can you actually then listen to the? You thing? actually can listen to the feed. Oh, okay. Yeah. Now, if it's a sensitive subject, the what'll happen is the the authorities will usually switch to like a private comms. Okay. So you don't hear that kind of stuff, but you can hear sort of the back traffic. So well, if you're that's pretty creepy it, in it, a kind of cool way. Yeah, it, it's <laughs> it's 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 pretty good. So I definitely okay. like that one. Interesting. Yeah, those are probably those are probably my my two favorite apps right now outside of Hulu. I my weather app is uh, called Carrot. Okay. Uh, Carrot is a pretty straightforward weather app. Uh, it, it it's beautiful to look at. Oh so yeah, you can see nice. that. Yeah. It's it's got a great graphical. Shows you the, the it shows you the next few days. Uh, shows you what's happening by the hour. Okay, that's um, cool. You can look up weather wherever. It'll alert you. It has radar inside of it. But what I really like about it is uh, it gives you the forecast um, based on a certain personality type. So okay. you can say, all right, well, I'll, I'll open up, uh, let me close this and reopen it and see what it tells me here, because I think I've got it set to pretty, yeah, so it says uh, 63 degrees, 
It feels like 63, no precipitation, wind uh, 11 miles an hour out of the west. If you'd like to watch the sunset with me, my romance package is just a buck ninety nine. Right, and that's just that's just uh, what it is. So you can good. so you can go into the settings and you can change all of this stuff, and the personality is what you're looking for. So the, you can set the politics. Mm-hmm. So you can set the politics: communist, libertarian, conservative, liberal, <laughs> centrist, no politics. I'm going to change it to communist and just see what happens. Yeah, that's good. Um, and then you can set the personality. So I have it set on homicidal. Right. And there's overkill, and that one's a bit overkill. <laughs> then there's snarky, friendly, and professional. Oh, that's So depending great. on where you... And I think that's really one of the coolest uh, things about the app. Uh, well, one more thing that's cool about the app. Occasionally, it'll give you a riddle. Okay. Uh, and then you find the location on a global scale. Oh, So that's it'll say... And it's called... They're called secret locations. That's cool. So the secret location... Now is find Brent Spiner's secret UFO research facility. Ooh. Right. So if you find it, you mark it. Oh, uh, that's cool. Yeah, it's like a you know one of those level yeah. up things. I think every app should have a personality setting. Uh, yeah, it'd be great <laughs> if it did, wouldn't it? I think that'd be fantastic. I'll give you one more. Okay. So this one is really super practical. It's called um, it's called amount. That's what it's called. Amount. Amount. And it will translate any figure of anything to anything else oh like not like centimeters to inches exactly yeah yeah yeah. but the database of stuff that it has like it'll do men's clothing and women's clothing for different countries so you put in the clothing size it'll instantly tell you the clothing size in every other country in the world oh my god that's brilliant every currency in the world cooking stuff um uh, obviously like like um space and size and all that kind of shit um but also electrical currents illuminance oh my fuel God. consumption frequency force luminance mass pressure radiation temperature torque it's fucking it's really cool so anytime where you have it's one of those pub conversation things it's like mm-hmm. what is a fathom you right, know? you can pull it right up. And you can figure just go out in exactly. there and has it because it has all of the oh. historical ones as well. So it'll tell you, like, you know, why a bantamweight boxer is called that, you know, or or it'll it'll, it'll give you like a huge amount of crazy data, which right. I think is just super fun. Okay, last one for me, yeah. and then we probably got to go because I'm out of beer. John wants to go to the pub as well. So. Oh yeah, we got better do that then. <laughs> uh, so inside I, baseball, I, I may have told you about this, but I may not have told everybody who listens. Uh, it's called photo pills. Okay. So I bought a lot of expensive camera gear, and I thought, well, I better have, you know, I travel a lot, so I take the good pictures uh, when I can. And what this has is it's got a planner. Uh, So I could go in here, and I can see my location, and it shows you uh, where the sun's going to rise, where the sun's going to set, what time the rise, what time the set, the golden hour, the blue hour. Very cool. Uh, You get a little graph here at the bottom that shows you when these things are. It shows you what your position is. It'll give you... So you could literally... Like prepare a place that you're gonna go to and look at exactly what time you're gonna get. So I'm going to Amsterdam next week, and there's a couple of shots that are pretty standard. I'm gonna go get those, but Mm -hmm. I got to be at the right time, the right position, so I can pre-prep the whole thing before I go there, and it sets it all up. And it's got sun phase, moon phase, calculates exposures, depth of field table, hyperfocal table, um, subject distance. It has a really cool thing called night AR. So as you look at it. 
Oh, yeah. You can see where the galactic arm Amazing. is going to be, and then you can predict where it'll be at a certain time. So in the full oh, daylight... Oh, when you were doing your star stuff, yes. Yeah, you can That's predict. Cool. You can line up your subject matter and say, like, all right, if it happens here at 3 a.m., the galactic arm will be here. So it's just even more ways to yes. plan. Uh, so, I, I mean, if you do any... Even if you're doing just, like goof around uh, iPhone photography and you want to take something just like when's my golden hour yeah, that's yeah. what you need to know you, awesome. can, you can get it uh, it's got an academy with a user guide it's got you can save the plans points of interest back it all up to the cloud do whatever you nice. want I mean I find it's a, like a couple of bucks to get it so worth it yeah so worth it I, I always think it's really fantastic when you find a great app that does these things for you because they don't usually cost much but it's like any when you make a small thing that has like a, a, a real material impact yeah. on your like quality of life you're like fuck that that's awesome. <laughs> and here's the th here's the great thing. Another great thing about this. But wait, there's more. The 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 developers. Last year, I went to New Mexico with my kids. We're probably a bit over now. Um, when I went to New Mexico with my kids, I went to go see the White Sands of New Mexico. Then I wanted to see the very large array satellite dishes. Big, yes. big, big. Oh yeah, yeah. That's and cool. uh, then there's a place in northern New Mexico called the Enchanted Circle. Okay. And it's a just a big circular route on highways, but it takes you through some of the most spectacular mountains. Uh, vistas mm. uh, in the state at the peak fall season colors. Okay. So I wrote to the developer uh, and I said, you know, this app is fantastic. Could you put in a fall foliage prediction map? Because they do this, you go to the oh, Weather Channel yeah, in the States, yeah, they'll yeah, tell yeah. you, like, this is peak, this is not yes. peak, this is post-peak. I thought, put that in the app so that, you know, people are, you know, maybe they're... I'm, that would be fantastic. I'm flying to Tennessee. Yeah. Are we peak? Are we post-peak? Pre-peak? Mm. Where, where are we on that stuff? And he, he wrote back, he says, yeah, we'll get to work on that. What? So I'm looking oh, forward awesome. to it. Yeah, I love it when they respond. Oh, and, that's uh, very cool. Yeah, so fantastic app. Right, well, there we go. I thought that would be a little fun thing. We'll yeah, share cool. some of that stuff. One thing that I want to talk about next time was more like we got into the podcast there, which is great. I want to talk about like what you're listening to and what you're watching. And maybe we'll do that next time. Yeah, sounds good. And um, for, our, for our limited number of listeners, <laughs> if you want to add to the conversation, uh, I think you can Twitter us at, at uh, WitPod. I think. Yeah, what's happening in Topeka. Yeah, that's right. Pod. You can find us on there. Um, and send us anything you want to do, and we'll talk about it on the pod. Yeah, that'd be great. Of course we will. Get some, get some feedback. Thank you very, very much, JB. That it's was been great. a pleasure. Yeah, fantastic home you got here. Uh, I can't wait to have you over in mind someday. Cheers, man. I'll Cheers. catch you next time. Later. Later.